0: What's up guys welcome to good bad to the sequel this is the show where we have a good time watching bad movies i am john i am danielle you guys can find the show on instagram where are at the good bad show uh this is where we do the voting so go give us a follow there you guys can also subscribe to the show wherever they got podcasts we're on itunes spotify google all over the goddamn place
1: but you gotta search good bad to the sequel to find us
0: yeah. yeah 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 you wouldn't you wouldn't search uh like joe rogan or something like that <laughs> you would search for this show to find this show
1: good bad too the sequel
0: exactly yep um while you're there leave us a five-star review um, we're gonna do a new segment on the show if you go over to itunes and you give us a five-star review and you can leave a suggestion for us to review literally fucking anything and we'll do it in a segment on the show anything it could be your ninja blender your new dildo your mother-in-law we don't care this sounds
1: like a liability
0: we will review it in an episode if you go leave us a five-star review i
1: will review your taxes
0: exactly whatever whatever you want your chocolate chip cookie recipe Mm. we don't care
1: oh that sounds good that's a great idea
0: yeah i know Mm. i know (laughs) (laughs) well we're finally doing it we're finally getting around to howard the duck ew yeah ew indeed maybe the most talked about maybe the most infamous good Mm -hmm. bad movie ever made
1: i think definitely the most visible yeah maybe one of those whenever someone decided like hey some of these terrible movies are actually pretty pretty entertaining this was in the hat
0: yeah it stands on the same level as showgirls and plan nine from outer space and some of the tippy top or maybe why isn't there a why isn't there a version of tippy top for the bottom the bitty bottom
1: oh <laughs> of, no of come on <laughs> these puns have rubbed off on you yeah the,
0: <laughs> the um the most famous of garbage movies rock it on bottom that dumpster list.
1: fire train wreck
0: yeah all this kind of stuff <laughs> and coincidentally to
1: this large nature.
0: portions of it filmed where we live
1: what does that say
0: (laughs) it says that we're very close to our good friend george lucas
1: oh yeah we had breakfast with him from time to time yeah
0: we do have breakfast with him from time to time that's true meaning that one time we had breakfast in the same restaurant as him yep yeah that was weird yeah so you could say that we have breakfast with him from time to time
1: i do say that in fact (laughs) that's how i have a job
0: um normally what we do is we break down the plot of the movie. We are definitely going to do that. And then we give you our awards. And we're going to do that this time. But we've got some new ones. We've got some fresh ones. We've yes, got a we fresh do. coat of paint on, uh, on our awards. We've got some new categories. We got rid of some, some of the previous categories. So definitely stick around uh, to find out what those are going to be. Then They're well, going
1: to have you talking.
0: And Yeah, yeah. it'll be all the rave. And then also we've got some trivia concerning Howard T. Duck.
1: Wait, we never found out what his uh, middle initial stands for, did we? The. Just the. Oh my god. (laughs) Fuck this movie. You
0: didn't put that together? No, I didn't realize
1: he had a middle initial.
0: His middle name is The, according to his mail.
1: I hate this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is going to be. Wait a
1: second. Hold on. I know we're about to get into the plot summary. His mail is being received on a planet where every person is not a person, they're a duck yeah so why would he be addressed as howard the duck why would he have a modifier (laughs) that's like saying like that's like having mail coming to you this to john the human like why
0: i don't live on duck world i don't know how their rules work maybe some people's last name is mallard maybe some people's last name is i don't know any other types of duck besides mallard but i don't know i don't know how it works let's get into this shit (laughs) the first good lord the first five minutes of this movie is quite possibly the most batshit crazy five minutes of any movie ever duck shit duck shit crazy (laughs) the first five minutes of this movie sets you up to know that you are about to take an absolutely fucking insane ride
1: it's no superman 3
0: um i think it's crazier than what? Superman what yeah, in the intro yeah i think what? it's I, they they're they're very they're very close but i think this is crazier so yeah first of all in the credits you get informed that this is in fact a george lucas production which implies that it's gonna be great yeah it implies that it's going to be great yeah Mm -mm. um there's kind of like a noir uh music oh
1: i wrote down city music (laughs) because in the 80s that's the music that you had to put to signify that you were in a major city on the east coast (laughs) i see yeah
0: with two moons the east East coast with two moons (laughs) um yeah and his his mail does in fact say howard t duck um you it is revealed that he is a karate champion right he has a he has a karate uh Uh, trophy and like medals and photographs so it's kind of going through his apartment like the camera is following the objects in his apartment the photos of his family pictures of him on vacation and (laughs) his pot farm yeah his pot he's a he has a pot farm (laughs) it's it's picture after picture after picture of him the duck Mm -hmm. his family the ducks Mm -hmm um famous uh movie posters like uh, a pun version of our movie posters yeah. with ducks none of which are funny by no, the way not at all. um
1: may nest
0: you're seeing duck after home. duck after duck and then there's a big reveal <laughs> of him right and I'm like, yeah. He's a duck. <laughs> we done seen it. We
1: got it. We done
0: seen it a already. A
1: terrifying duck. Yeah. A terror. So i had never seen this movie. And you've seen it many a time. I've
0: seen it many, many times, a but time. as a child. I haven't seen it in 25 years. I
1: I'd, I'd never seen it before, but when I saw this duck, immediately I said this is a perfect blend between dinosaurs a TV show and turtles and teenage mutant ninja turtles that's what this duck is yeah it
0: has that same
1: animatronic puppeteering like facial expressions
0: i would say that in certain moments of this movie it's actually worse than those that you just mentioned where he completely and utterly lacks any sort of expression yes that matches what he's saying or doing yeah well this is
1: 1986
0: and and in other times you're like wow they did a really great job with his expression right there like it's it's pretty inconsistent it's
1: really funny um
0: (laughs) so he gets home from work or wherever he's getting home from and the first thing he does is start drinking and looking at duck porn
1: oh yeah okay
0: <laughs> we are not yeah. even 60 seconds into the movie yeah and he's looking at duck porn with human nipples so duck porn with human boobs and nipples wait, was he
1: looking at porn or wasn't that when he got sucked out of his chair and was going through walls no, he
0: that's what he was doing when he got his chair sucked into the other world was he was sitting there with like the classic centerfold turned vertical oh
1: right and then that was just the first of multiple instances of duck it was was a
0: it was a thing right because he was looking at porn then he gets pulled through the wall and the neighbors next door are fucking
1: yeah um if anyone thought this was a kid's movie
0: which you might have based on the fact that it's an animatronic duck yep and based on a marvel comic yep which makes this the first mcu movie yep (laughs) but yep right off the get-go duck tits (sighs)
1: yeah Yeah, not for kids. Not. I don't know, maybe they're like, it's duck tits, it's not real.
0: I watched this movie endlessly as a kid. This movie, in fact, was maybe not in content, but who was watching it was exclusively for kids. Oh, God. Like, at the time, me, all my friends, anybody that knows about this movie that's around our age, they watched this a ton when they were a child. Yeah, that's hilarious. But it's this weird it's this weird um, space where... It wasn't intended for kids. Kids are who watched it. Yet, it isn't racy enough to be for adults.
1: Correct. And, like, there, there's yeah, no cussing. It's, 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 I mean, we are, okay, hold on. We're also in this society where, like, sexuality and nudity is supposed to be super shameful, right? So, ducks ain't even got tits, <laughs> so it's funny. It's hilarious.
0: It, it, but but they, don't, they never say fuck in this movie. They, I don't think they even say shit.
1: I don't think so either. I don't remember. I don't really remember cussing. So
0: was it for kids? Were they trying to make a movie for kids and then they said, let's put duck tits in this kid's movie?
1: Did they ever think about that? Were they like, who's our audience? Or they're just like, we got to make a movie.
0: Because I've never read the comic book and I never will (laughs) read the comic book, but I've always (laughs) had the impression, at least as an adult, I've had the impression that it's a a satire, I guess you would call it, where you take a a children's character character, uh aesthetic and apply an adult personality to it an alcoholic porn looking at you know like brazen brash character that like cusses a lot or whatever like the like the cartoon duck man right but i I don't that's not what happened that's not what this movie is i
1: I think it might fall or it might have thought it was uh being slotted in the same slot as who framed roger rabbit
0: yeah maybe. which is
1: an adult an adult type of movie this
0: movie might be older than roger rabbit uh this is 86 uh roger rabbit might be like 89 or something so anyways he's sitting in the chair he's looking at porn he's having a martini
1: roger rabbit is 88
0: okay so he gets transported like in his chair through the wall like through his building through duck world
1: through a lady who's singing a full song in her duck bathtub with tits, duck tits out. Yeah. <laughs> they, they really paused on that one for a long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then he goes through the title of the movie. Oh yeah. Like he runs into breaks and explodes the title of the movie. And I was like, that's kind of a clever way to introduce the title of the movie. But at the same time, it's like Canon in the movie. And he's never like, I fucking ran into my own name in giant letters. (laughs) That's never one of the things that's bothering him. Um, And he lands in a version of Cleveland that literally never existed. He lands in a version of Cleveland that is essentially the movie The Dirt about Motley Crew, <laughs> but the whole city.
1: <laughs>
0: he lands in the middle of like Streets of Rage video game punks and like rocker people and like every single person that inhabits this entire city is 1980s Hollywood Boulevard Motley Crue rock and roll punk no one that lives here isn't like that except for tim robbins this
1: movie was so 80s stylized i liked that i really liked it and at the time i mean that's kind of george lucas's thing too like he will land on a a style and stick to it so that way that movie eventually becomes a period piece
0: yeah i mean i'm not saying it's fun like it's super entertaining it's just i don't think cleveland and even though that's where the rock and roll hall of fame is i get that i don't think cleveland is what you associate this style with
1: and why i don't know why they chose cleveland maybe that's where like a lot of punks were at the time because they really leaned into like the punk rocker lifestyle and the punk style i liked it i thought that was cool
0: yeah i don't know it, was, it. it was it's fun to like look back at for sure um and he ends up in a bar where leah thompson who plays beverly is in the middle of a heavy not heavy metal but like a rock and roll set with her band cherry bomb yeah uh Mm -hmm. which that band isn't that bad no not too bad i kind of like that That band i kind of like it (laughs) um and then he like passes out in a barrel he like he just can't handle the stress of being in rock and roll cleveland and having (laughs) like biker punks pass him around and stuff or
1: maybe you know being Flown through space, could yeah. have done it. <laughs> You're
0: going going through your own name, duck space, and then he he falls asleep in a barrel. Luckily, though, he wakes up just in time to stop a rape.
1: Hey, did you notice that one of the potential rapists' jacket was all baby heads? No, <laughs> I liked it. Okay, this was rad. Okay, so he had this he had this leather jacket, and he had taken a bunch of different sizes of like rubber baby dolls and cut just the faces off. And they were adhered all over the front of the jacket. That's horrifying. I know. I liked it a I lot. I did. I did it not register
0: that. I was more hung up on the fact that we frequently have this trope in movies of your hero stopping a rape regardless of the age group that the movie is intended for
1: yeah yeah no it's fine it's okay
0: it actually yeah. probably happens more frequently in movies that are intended for kids right
1: like oh this bad thing is gonna happen but don't worry they always get saved we
0: gotta teach kids that rape is bad and
1: normal <laughs> we it's gotta just uh, uh, someone's like normalize rape <laughs> and then all these movies came it's out fucking what the weird
0: hell? um Ooh he uses quack fu, as one does yep we already established via proper storytelling that he is a master of of martial arts
1: master of
0: so he beats the crap she out of had the, a out karate of, trophy yeah out of the potential <laughs> rapist and then him and leah thompson who is not even remotely worried or bothered enough by this nope not even a little she's like huh talking duck Actually almost everybody in this movie is they notice uh-huh. and then move on with their lives. Yeah. No like, one no one like loses their fucking mind about this.
1: Well you see it's because <laughs> this duck is an intellectual equal to them. That's that's why question mark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one goes, oh on my fucking god well
1: the scientist does the young scientist does he's all about uh, it he's
0: just really excited but i don't think he's necessarily like blown away if anything he's been waiting for this
1: oh yeah he wants to exploit this duck he
0: knew this was gonna happen for sure he's like finally
1: here it is i found this duck uh hey. but yeah so
0: they have to like Le- leah thompson and howard have to like you know go go about their business and there's like this love ballad that's playing as though yep. you the audience are already shipping them right like there's this like breakup song they've just met okay (laughs) nice to meet you see you later and there's a raining there's it's raining and there's like a breakup song playing as though the second that they locked eyes the audience was gonna go i want to see them fuck
1: well right because in this version of hollywood which actually i think just ended a couple of years ago if you save a woman if you save a damsel in distress she's now automatically in love with you oh no matter what
0: yeah she's yours no
1: matter it's not an obligation it's just it's just you what you won those guys (laughs) she's your prize those
0: guys were gonna have sex with you against your will and i stopped them from doing it which now puts you in a contract to have sex with me Uh consensually
1: yeah (laughs) you're my prize
0: that's how that works hey um Hat so Hollywood. she uh has a heart of gold and so <laughs> she, t- <laughs> she takes him back to her apartment which is kind of awesome
1: the her actual apartment was yeah the entryway was a, a flop house for sure
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean you, you take what you can get
1: yeah she had basically like what people envision when they say a loft yeah minus yeah nice furniture but
0: but her the inside of her apartment was kind of fucking cool
1: yeah it was it was uh, this movie does have a lot of really cool styles like once again this is a film where a lot of resources were put into it and one of those resources was set design and costume design okay minus the duck part but (laughs) costume design and it turned out pretty cool i want that baby head jacket bad
0: the really badly The speaking of of uh uh, prop design, so there's okay. I can't believe we've made it this far without having to bring this up. There are duck puns, duck jokes, duck uh uh puns. It's just puns puns. and just references in one hundred and thirty percent of this movie.
1: Hey, did you know that he's a duck?
0: The and so he gets into her apartment, and there is a duck purse sitting there and he's and like quacks. he's like shocked by it he's like what is this she goes oh that's a purse and when she touches it it quacks yeah. and then she like throws it and discards it and yeah. it quacks when it lands yeah. why the fuck would anyone carry a purse that quacks why hey, would, how would how would you even accomplish that
1: this is a world <laughs> where you've got rapists walking around in baby head jackets yeah not worrying about being recognized yeah. or do you have any identifiable features ma'am <laughs> well he had this jacket full of baby faces
0: <laughs> um and then like a large car like a truck garbage truck or something goes by and he has a moment mm. of complete and utter ptsd yep. about his his travels to earth yep. and i was like oh this is actually kind of heavy shit for kids also <laughs> right like we've already introduced like nudity uh intergalactic nudity. space travel Hold rape
1: question. is it nudity if they still have their feathers on
0: yeah <laughs> i mean you're nude if i don't shave your head
1: can, can we talk about how this duck is wearing slacks and his tail coming out looks like a reverse boner all the time <laughs> Wait, all the time wait is it
0: a re- that's not a reverse boner that's just a boner on the wrong side a yeah. reverse boner goes in
1: it go like this is a thing that happens no <laughs> well then how can you tell me it's not a thing that doesn't happen <laughs>
0: it, yeah, that's the wrong term rever- it's a reverse
1: boner it's, it's on the reverse rever- side of the body <laughs> no. it's not going front it's going back <laughs> it's going in so far it's come out the other side this is a reverse boner <laughs> <laughs> sirs of podcast world who are listening to this get at us on instagram
0: well verify well, i was gonna make a point about ptsd but i <laughs> think we'll just move the fuck on um
1: <laughs> well i was having it aside you can, you can carry on i'm still listening <laughs>
0: uh there's somewhere here he makes mention that like his parents wanted him to be a plastic surgeon oh yeah and that he was gonna do uh beak jobs and tail, tucks. tail tucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, tucks okay like apparently on duck world they have like overbearing parents that push you into like law school and medical fields and things yeah. like that too like there doesn't seem to be any difference whatsoever from his world and ours other than the fact that it's occupied by ducks
1: yeah correct it's just a split universe yeah basically
0: <laughs> yeah um and then you just but it's
1: not because it's another planet there's no there's no mention of like trans universal travel intra-universal inter-universal travel
0: yeah there's no real explanation of anything at all and then when there is it is so over the top scientific jargon bullshit that no (laughs) one could possibly (laughs) say yes or no whether or not it's true or horseshit so um he falls asleep again and i wrote down narcolepsy question mark like this this guy just like passes the fuck out i oh,
1: don't know space travel always wears me out
0: and so leah thompson just obviously wh- you're gonna go through his wallet yeah right his if you wallet. if you bring home a duck talking walking plastic surgeon duck mm-hmm. you're gonna go through his wallet yeah
1: you're gonna see what's in those slacks
0: and it's just fucking Pun. busting at the seam with with puns
1: duck puns
0: <laughs> god damn it and uh, he also has a condom
1: yeah ew an unwrapped condom in his wallet next to his his u.s american duck dollars
0: which was curious to me because even though it was like uh not folded but like you know flat yeah unused it didn't seem to be uh spiral spiral
1: (laughs) i was having that same thought and as
0: we know ducks have spiral penises
1: spiral dicks
0: and if you the listener didn't know that until i just said it go look it up (laughs)
1: oh you'll never be the same
0: you'll never look at a duck the same again
1: yeah i had that thought too But then again, I don't know, like, does it need a spiral if you just sort of like slowly unroll, I don't, I don't want to think about it. Actually, I'm pretty (laughs) grossed out right now.
0: No, you brought up duck boners and you're going to live in it. You (laughs) made your bed. Now lie in it with a spiral duck penis.
1: I don't want to. I'm not Leah. (laughs) I'm not going to do it.
0: Oh, we'll get there.
1: Oh, I know we're going to. That's why the people are listening. They're (laughs) like, oh, hold on. Here comes a podcast. Which I know is going to contain references to duck nipples and interspecies love scenes (laughs) for
0: it. Um, So, she has a scientist friend. So, she decides to put Howard in a bag with holes. Breathe holes.
1: Yeah, breathing holes. In a trash bag. (laughs) So, as not to scare the people.
0: (laughs) And drag him to Tim Robbins. (laughs) Young Tim Robbins. Who is higher than pterodactyl tits on goofballs <laughs> in this fucking movie
1: ziggers Greedies.
0: <laughs> he is unfucking hinged in he's, this movie
1: he's 80s he's 80s 90s guy he's he's like the reason mtv made it
0: oh my god he's got his glasses his hair whatever fucking drugs he's on whatever goofballs he was snorting he <laughs> is off the goddamn wall in this movie oh
1: yeah full-on hardcore uh, and
0: he, he is like super enthused about the fact that she's super enthused brought in this fucking duck and he's he, he there's kind of a funny scene where he's like trying to see if howard has superpowers uh-huh. and he's like asking him to do all these like superman tricks and shit and and howard and uh leah thompson are having like side jokes at his expense and he doesn't even know that it's happening because mm-hmm. he's so caught up in the moment which was mildly amusing Uh, and then it turns out that he's not even a scientist he's like a fucking lab assistant or a janitor or something yeah he's
1: supposed to clean the toilets yeah Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) so howard gets pissed and he pieces out and then he and then you know you have to in every rom-com you have to have the breakup so (laughs) he tells uh he tells beverly to fucking beat it toots yep and uh so like this this movie has the structure of a rom-com like they (laughs) they meet they break up they get back together and then they accomplish something after they get back together
1: (laughs) they save the world yeah
0: (laughs) uh so he tells her beat it toots and then he has to go make it make it in the world by himself
1: yeah he's he's got no way to get back even though the scientist was probably his closest option to figure out how to get back, so he's gonna go get a gerb.
0: <laughs> They're taking her <our>
1: jobs.
0: <laughs> he is taking the job of hard working Americans. Yeah. That's this right. fucking illegal this alien duck. <laughs> this, <duck. laughs> this fucking illegal alien is taking her jobs. Oh boy. Um so he has to go see the unemployment lady.
1: Man, I liked her a lot.
0: <laughs> and the unemployment lady is had it up to fucking here with these cleveland weirdos
1: (laughs) (laughs) man in a town full of weirdos this guy at least comes in wearing slacks even though he's got a reverse boner (laughs) oh okay hold on wait a second he rolled into this place wearing the clothes he came in which was like slacks and suspenders and i don't know what kind of jacket and sunglasses so as not to be Recognized as anything but a human.
0: No, that's not true. He goes to the unemployment lady, and he's wearing children's clothes and
1: sunglasses. Yeah, he
0: does have sunglasses, but oh, was he he wearing
1: children's pants too? He's
0: wearing. Uh, overalls with a lion on the front he's wearing like toddler clothes that's
1: right yeah yeah and Uh, sunglasses though like
0: neon 80s toddler clothes and this lady is just not gonna go another day of these cleveland weirdos (laughs) taking advantage of her
1: (laughs) these misfits and slackers (laughs) she berates him and it's amazing yeah
0: these fucking lazy weirdos and he's she just puts him in with all the other weirdos like she and she's like it's like a self-defense mechanism that she's just not gonna get taken advantage of in her job right she's the fucking boss and so she places her she's like a like a job placement person Mm -hmm. which i don't think that really exists around here like the like if you're unemployed no one will just put you in a job i don't think never been unemployed because i'm a productive member of society so i don't really know
1: uh okay are you just being elite because you're not a duck
0: (laughs) yeah what's happening here Um, you didn't
1: choose to just show up a duck one day is what you're saying oh like he did
0: i i almost glossed over this duck is a choice (laughs) (laughs) she turns around to grab some papers oh yeah Mm -hmm. and he gets super fucking horny for her ass big
1: and horny wants to bite it he almost
0: bites her ass
1: he's a big human butt guy
0: yeah he what? loves a giant human butt yeah. or tiny human or it's butt. small
1: like yeah. why?
0: he just likes a human butt
1: yeah what's going on
0: but <laughs> in this maybe kids
1: movie nope not a kids movie hey but also in proportion duck butts are a lot bigger than a human butt think about the size of a duck leg compared to the duck butt
0: mm, think duck about leg. it um so she places him in a job she gets him a job <laughs> job where uh where what kind of a job does she put in? well
1: he gets to go work at hot tub fever as a towel boy (laughs) get your lotions get your towels man (laughs) hey that place looks like a good time
0: (laughs) this isn't the only hot tub smut house in a movie that we've covered i don't know what the other ones are but this isn't the only one
1: was there one in showgirls
0: uh i don't think so but there's definitely been another one Hmm um which i did not know these types of places even existed because i'm a good christian boy but
1: i (laughs) that's a goddamn lie
0: (laughs) (laughs) so he's like towel boy at this fucking hot tub house and he's right away he's like not good at it because he can't swim
1: okay yeah he's a duck and that's another pun for you kids he can't swim or fly
0: and he's also kind of like grossed out by like what's going on he's because like, it's humans not because yeah. it's fucking but right. because it's humans fucking
1: oh yeah like he's made it very clear that he does not think highly of these humans these no he's like ab- he's like above the humans way he above humans. hairless
0: apes and shit Yeah, and then like his boss is perturbed that the unemployment lady sent him another slacker yeah <laughs> not that he not that she sent a fucking duck yeah no, no. but like god damn it you suck at at towels yeah so he tosses him into one of the the hot tubs like like he would have if i showed up and sucked at my job and so uh he like pushes the guy into the mud there's a mud pit also so it's a it's a it's a sex bathhouse slash spa
1: I I guess I don't know. Like maybe that's where mud wrestling is supposed to happen. Uh, I guess.
0: I oh, maybe it's a spa Monday through Thursday, but then on the weekends it's mud wrestling. I
1: have no idea about this place. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um.
0: So he gets fired. He's back on the streets. He's all alone again. Uh. And uh, he goes running back to Leah Thompson at at her club. He like goes to where she works. They have been. Uh, broken up for all of two
1: minutes
0: (laughs) (laughs) he goes he goes back to her and there's a great uh there's a great scene here where she's on stage she's she's singing she's singing a song that's like really slow and depressing and then she makes the decision that the song is too depressing and she's like fuck this and she changes it up and i'm like why
1: just mid-set i mean (laughs) mid-song why
0: was it in your set in the first place people um, weren't feeling it but uh, uh howard encounters her manager who he's already heard about at this point and he's making like side deals to like s- like prostitute her out or something
1: something yeah like have her have her well, he's just taking advantage of Yeah, her. he's
0: just being an 80s music manager dickhead just a dickhead and, and howard decides that he's gonna negotiate for her for her services himself and ends up getting in like a fight with uh with the manager and a guy named richie who that guy is in so many 80s things he's just <laughs> that guy he's just that squirrely weaselly guy yep. he his name is richie in this and i'm like i think his richie his name is richie in he's everything. just always richie <laughs> i think he's richie and ferris bueller the I casting think
1: directors are like we need a richie i know a guy i
0: know the guy <laughs> that, that guy played that squirrely shithead guy in like a Thousand eighties 80s movies. yeah he's
1: got some great place in malibu or something yeah he has
0: to be fabulously rich and no one knows his name
1: you know i have to say one of the trivias on this movie i want to bring it up now because it's kind of on topic which is uh there were so many reshoots in this film that one of the actors is not regretful about being in this movie because he's like i basically got paid twice because of all of the reshoots in overtime oh really he's like i don't care about the quality of this movie i got paid <laughs>
0: that's amazing that's amazing yep. i would i would be proud of being in this movie because it's so famous like I w- maybe proud's not the right word but i wouldn't i wouldn't hide it
1: it's so famous that the the county that we live in has a web page about it where they won't even show the actual picture of howard the duck they use they use a completely <laughs> random like just a computer like something just pulled up of google image search of like a cartoon duck as the header for their web page about it and literally two sentences saying about how and where it was filmed in petaluma
0: <laughs> the movie itself is embarrassed about they
1: are ashamed.
0: when you when you look at the trailer the original trailer it intentionally hides howard they make a, a point of not showing you howard and not in the same way that they don't show you jaws mm-hmm. in a fuck we can't let people find out about this until they've already given us their eight bucks <laughs> like they, they're they ashamed you could feel it like <laughs> man it's it's so bad i
1: think you gotta lean into it sometimes you i gotta love lean it, into though. it his,
0: his hands the like gloves Ew, where nails. you can clearly see that it's fabric with yeah. white fur not yeah, feathers no. on his hands mm-hmm. like i don't think they ever intended for you know 55 inch hd tvs to watch this
1: and nails yeah that was weird <laughs> anyways
0: he has negotiation with the manager he kicks the shit out of the manager and all of his friends almost <laughs> Quacks, kills though. the guy with an ice pick yes yeah. it's, it's actually really fucking entertaining um and then he goes in the the backstage he makes up with leah thompson who is just immediately ready to accept him back into her life oh yeah and all of the other band members are like again this is a little weird but it's okay
1: they're like oh well as long as you're happy babe
0: yeah cool. (laughs) it's fine there's no
1: drama in this movie between these ladies like these ladies are just like hey whatever's cool it's awesome
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh and then phil the dipshit not scientist is back um, and he says that he's got some people that can help. I know a guy. And so he steals a feather off of uh, Howard's reverse boner.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> and and runs he off. Went right in there. Uh, so now, it's time.
1: It's th- Whoa, it's time.
0: It's time Shit, for what? To talk about the scene of this movie. How am gonna let you have this. The famous the reason that this movie would still get talked about today Mm. the there are several youtube videos about simply this scene Mm. including ones with leah thompson or leah thompson's daughter having to explain (laughs) her and and so so she's like in her her like bra and panties and she's getting into bed and howard's like hey i've grown to be attracted to human women yep and she's like get in my bed
1: yeah she's like come watch David Letterman with me
0: and uh and she like I think what they're supposed what they want you to believe or to understand is that he was just kind of fucking around and that she called his bluff (laughs) and that she was trying to make him uncomfortable I fully believe she was going to fuck that duck
1: oh yeah no that 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 charade ended once he hopped into bed she was like actually yeah he has
0: a fucking feather erection on the top of his head
1: okay here's another bit of (laughs) trivia the animatronic okay this crew had so much trouble with the animatronics and puppeteer puppeteering in this film that erection scene the movement (laughs) the movement needed to create that took literally months to achieve what months 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 it wasn't just like a string down the middle that they pull and the feathers pop up
0: Oh my and if it God. was it took
1: them months to achieve it yeah
0: imagine you're making this i have to i have to assume everyone on the production of this movie was under the impression that they were making a kid's movie i i like i, it, it, I they they definitely they they certainly didn't set out to make an adult movie because there's no cussing or blood of any kind so that only leaves one option right because it's not going to be for anything in the middle
1: i don't know because this is still that weird pre um pre like robert downey jr era of comic book comic book movies where i don't think they know the audience so they try to dance across everything they're like well it's supposed to be goofy because it's a comic book yeah
0: but your comic book movie would be uh a negative thing it would be taboo you wouldn't even admit that it was a comic book movie you wouldn't market that it was a comic book movie you have to put marvel in the credits because you have to pay them but you wouldn't go let's make a movie for the comic books because that's it hadn't worked out thus far I don't know. so in my head they thought they were making a children's movie and then they spent months trying to get the duck erection right yeah for the love scene with the human lady yep holy shit what yeah. the fuck are we talking about
1: i think we're talking about an 80s 90s era comic book movie i think this is a trap they fall into where they they it's like a weird mix of dark and light-hearted and they just they don't know They don't know who their audience is yet. They They just don't know them.
0: They were going after the bestiality crowd.
1: They haven't created an audience yet because I think modern Marvel movies created an audience who actually is interested in what's happening with Iron Man and Spider-Man and all of this versus just like your standard, like standard issue comic book nerds.
0: I mean, even comic book nerds didn't know who Howard the Duck was before this movie, so they they there was no interest in that character until this movie happened i don't I don't know what the fuck they were shooting for, but I do know that if those doctors didn't walk into her apartment, she was gonna fuck that duck
1: man, this was so <laughs> weird, okay, and also his beak tip had like a boner happening
0: he had like his like if if it were lips. They were like, I don't, I can't even describe it. Ew. It's just haunting and it's... it's... We're going to get
1: arrested if you try to describe it.
0: <laughs> it is nightmare fuel. It's
1: not good. Yeah, like his, his, t- his upper beak is also a lip that also quivers in relation to how aroused he's getting
0: yeah which, i don't like it which is something that m- took months and man hours of consideration for this children's i'm
1: not for it
0: movie. uh anyways leah thompson's a duck fucker so the, <laughs> the scientists explained to him we were fucking around with science bullshit science stuff science words it went wrong now you're here we can send you back and he's like great
1: And in their explanation, they're watching a movie of themselves experiencing everything going wrong.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. When they get to the, uh, to the fucking, what's it called? Science house.
1: Yeah. The science house. The science house is where they go. They go to the science house, which is where we're at now in our podcast. We're in the science house scene.
0: You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, the place where you do science, the science house.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about, the what science house, clearly. What the fuck is it called? Yeah, it's called a science house, <laughs> honey.
0: God damn it, help me. Throw me a life preserver once bless, in your life.
1: Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, science house. God damn it. Wanna <laughs> come over to my science house? It <laughs> It ain't you. <laughs> i a to blast some laser rays.
0: <laughs>
1: I have a sleepover at the science house. Some lemonade. Come to my science house. Oh,
0: man. Um.
1: I'm gonna let you live in this one for a while.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. So, it, laboratory.
1: Lab. <laughs>
0: it's called a laboratory.
1: Laboratory. Okay.
0: Laboratory. Okay. Uh, for those of us who are educated,
1: mm, edumified. Yeah,
0: edumified. <laughs> um, Carry on. Yeah. You know, so the 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 doctors or scientists or whatever the fuck they are have like a video of themselves fucking up whatever it is that they were doing. It's kind of neither here nor there, and they put howard and uh beverly in a in a, like a van to take them somewhere and then they have a like romantic fucking like exchange where he's like of of all the alleys in the world why did i have to lay they do like a casablanca <laughs> yeah thing. they're trying
1: to just they're trying to reference every pun possible uh, like
0: that's that's why i said that the music in the beginning sounded noir i mean it's not why but i think they were going for some noir elements here yeah and like there's nothing noir about this neon fucking movie of explosions and science and comic book and duct tape. like there's
1: no but we had the discussion really recently that 80s and 90s had a resurgence of like the 20s and 30s and so some of these noir things were really were more romanticized than usual because i think it was the first time they had had a comeback
0: well i think in the comics i might be wrong about this if you if you know the comics get at us at the good bad show i think howard the duck is a private detective yeah probably and so back then so the music matches the the character of the comics but he's not a private detective in this there's never never even an opportunity for that to even slightly come up
1: no he's just the duck yeah he's not howard t duck pi
0: yeah so (laughs)
1: he's just howard t
0: (laughs) pi so when when they get to the the science house Ballard
1: PI <laughs>
0: when they get to the science house science there's been an explosion people are dead one guy's face is half fried off and the music stays calm noir music through this entire event
1: i was really annoyed at the music because it's the, it's been the same score and song repeating over there and are over three and tunes over and over there, and over
0: there's adventure tune hero, heroic adventure tune there's romance tune yep a lot of that and there's noir tune
1: a lot of romance tune for a inter species inter alien
0: they would they would choose one of those three for mm-hmm. every occasion mm-hmm. bad guy is doing something you get hero tune mm-hmm. good guy is doing something you get hero mm-hmm. tune like it was
1: science lab hero tune
0: <laughs> it was so redundant yeah, uh, yeah, I, I was with you. It, it was, was like it was like when you when you walk away from a video game and leave it on the menu, yeah, and it'll play three songs. Yeah, like that's that's what this felt like.
1: Yeah, the first time I ever like really had a great makeout session
0: as a young, as
1: a young lady.
0: <laughs> How did we get here?
1: As a young lady was when we were watching a movie and we started making out like near the end of the movie and this dvd would just go back to the menu after it was it was done and it played that same like 30 second menu sequence loop for probably an hour and a half
0: hour and a half you floozy
1: that was a good time
0: (laughs) what movie was it
1: fuck i don't remember i don't remember. i just remember this i just remember it being on loop and i know we both noticed it we're both like doesn't matter doesn't matter (laughs) you hussy. yeah so uh i'm 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 uh you know kind of sensitive to that looping stuff
0: <laughs> you're you are insanely sensitive to any redundancies of sound
1: or just life in general i can't take a redundancy you
0: freak out i get annoyed. if something happens the second time
1: yeah i get annoyed i'm like well the sun's gonna raise again tomorrow well, i gotta worry about it again <laughs> if, sunrise if
0: i'm playing video games and there is a noise that occurs on the second time you are huffy about it
1: that's not true and also you play beauty games with really annoying sounds in them sometimes
0: <laughs> that might be true
1: it's definitely true it's not
0: as annoying as you perceive it but it is annoying anyways back to the
1: science house <laughs> <laughs> stay on track J-
0: jennings is one of the people who got blowed up here yeah uh, and at this point he's he's just disappeared and uh uh the cops show up and arrest howard because clearly because he looks different he's the he's the problem
1: yeah he caused this explosion at the laser house he he
0: looks he looks different so he must have caused this Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of keystone cops fucking slapstick bullshit that happens here (laughs) with like it might as well have had like uh benny hill music over it Mm -hmm. the the cops like strip him and he's wearing boxers har 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 uh he ends up getting away leah leah thompson drops in a bookum ducko here god damn it <laughs> uh and then they do find jenning and he's uh a little weird
1: yeah he, he has blow-up face yeah it looks like he had a spray tan thing going on yeah his he was fa- wearing goggles <laughs> that's,
0: that's what i thought too his face looked like he had a bad spray tan <laughs> um and he explains a bunch more science bullshit that's on his insides
1: he okay his his existence in this movie starting now is way too much
0: when i so the like you know like i said i've seen this movie a lot of times but never since i was in like single digits age wow and he was
1: looking at duck tits at
0: nine this dude scared the shit out of me when i was a kid and i was a kid who watched horror movies i was i was a kid with like fucked up perception of like where the gauge ought to be for a kid and this dude was scary to me as a kid he should have been
1: scary to you as a young boy like
0: this is you're right it's too fucking much yeah (laughs) oh my god
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and uh like what's funny is that the 80s and 80s sci-fi is filled with uh fictional terminology that has kind of stuck around right like zool and words from star wars and shit like that right like made Mm -hmm. up science places people whatever science Mm -hmm. nouns that are that are made up yeah the science house and this dude is like he's like he's talking about how his insides are turning and his face is changing and he's explaining that like oh god like something something is inside of me and then and then she goes uh like jenning like get a hold of yourself and his voice completely changes and he goes i am not jenning and i'm like oh here we go then the name of this creature and he goes i am someone else (sighs) and i was like you've got to be that was such a like deflated balloon
1: yeah it (laughs) was was. what the fuck it was this this whole new character (laughs) his whole like transformation is so irritating to me i hated it i did not like any of this he sucks (laughs) (laughs)
0: he sucks so bad (laughs) i was like someone else someone else the guy that created the entire star wars universe out of nothing And they came up with someone Someone else else. are you fucking serious like
1: he he's trying to onboard this event for way too long like the liftoff just doesn't happen he's explained to them like 40 different times in four different ways in 40 different scenes that something's changing something's happening something what the fu- dude gets the point get to the point, <laughs> to the point. Uh, so they <laughs> they
0: stop by cajun sushi
1: yeah roma's cajun sushi place
0: this is yep, this yep. whole place is nothing but laughs
1: oh and it just served like diner breakfast <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's it why not yeah but they do it wearing japanese like headbands
1: <laughs> yeah this whole thing okay so one good <laughs> thing about this movie that it did get right is side jokes and this, like, it just ratchets it up to ten at yeah. this point.
0: Yeah, the side jokes are amazing. The yes. the the, the um, character actors and the goofy waitress and the like, all of the side characters and side jokes and stuff that isn't front and center is top notch stuff. Yeah, we kind of. It's, it's is. all really, really entertaining. Yeah. The stuff that is front and center couldn't be worse.
1: Terrible, <laughs> awful. Um, it's like they want us to have to suffer through it to earn the side jokes.
0: Yeah. So so Howard ends up in a in a pier six brawl with the entire diner because it's filled with rednecks who are wearing the same thing as him. They're all wearing camouflage pants. Yeah. Why is he wearing camouflage pants? Cuz it's duck camo. Uh why can't we go a whole movie without the rednecks being bothered by the the different person different D- different. different um also pie fight Just like no holds barred, (laughs) hero versus rednecks via pie fight.
1: There's a lasers.
0: Yeah, just just like no holds barred.
1: There's there's a lot going on here. So
0: they're like tying him down, and they're they're gonna this whole place is going to eat him. There's like forty people in this thing, yeah, and they're seasoning him and sharpening knives, yeah, and they're gonna eat him. And I'm like, this is this is this is gimmick infringement. This is a Donald Duck. Gag. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gimmick infringement. <laughs>
0: this is gimmick infringement. Uh luckily, I guess luckily or un unluckily, uh Jenning has transformed and loses his shit and melts then destroys and breaks this entire diner. He
1: somehow becomes even more over the top. He
0: becomes the emperor from Star Wars.
1: It's it's and he's painful. Just, he's
0: just getting uglier by the second. Yeah his makeup is really scary nasty like really gross and really like good and it's really scary it's like that peak 80s makeup special effects
1: basically bolt on some high cheekbones yeah big eyebrows some (laughs) protruding brows and you've got your 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 bad guy yeah yeah
0: you're, you're good to go um and uh he they, they they get loose they get out because jenning is weird and so off they go
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know why they got out there's lasers and explosions and he had that wet finger tongue claw thing that kept coming out uh, i did not basically like that.
0: his tongue is a duck penis <laughs> uh, uh, and he has to stick it he has to stick his duck penis tongue claw. in the lighter the truck semi oh, yeah, car lighter because he needs the power
1: oh is this is this where um uh... this
0: is these are sentences that this movie is making me say out loud yeah.
1: no it's not right
0: it ain't right uh, i don't like <laughs> it It ain't right somehow howard got left behind and he hides in the chicken statues <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> because
1: because this place has chicken statues this, out front
0: this fucking cajun sushi oh, place oh yeah because yeah. they're
1: probably already in petaluma that's a place that would have chicken statues
0: oh see where we live in sonoma county there's town called petaluma a lot of this movie was filmed there i worked there and it is known for chickens and butter and eggs butter and eggs it's like what it's famous for podunk town yep so you're right (laughs) there would be chicken statues if they were filming there
1: yeah famous for butter and eggs and american graffiti
0: american graffiti was also filmed there which it has a it has a, a car show every year Yeah. because george lucas made one of his famous movies in petaluma they do an event every year why not they disregard the other famous movie that he filmed there
1: are there <laughs> no duck events no they're they're only about chickens in that town
0: we're moving out of here we're headed to texas in a few weeks only but about chickens. i think we should probably in our three weeks here we should probably petition to get a howard duck
1: we're going to city hall
0: yeah yeah we're gonna go fight city hall on this yeah uh,
1: we can do that thing where we just position something and then we dump it on them and leave (laughs) great (laughs) glad you agreed to that bye not my problem
0: (laughs) yeah so so uh leah thompson is kidnapped by the weirdo and uh now we have to team up tim robbins and howard luckily they find a fucking random unbelievably random more random than the cell phone that the little girl found in Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, more random. Random fucking airplane.
1: Yeah, a homemade airplane. At the Cajun tricycle, sushi place. tricycle airplane. What? Okay. What the what? fuck? I don't know. This is unexplainable. And
0: they go on a, a, another Keystone cop fucking Charlie Chaplin adventure <laughs> where they're trying to get this thing off the ground. Ha ha, he's a duck and he can't fly and he's afraid of heights. And get the whole it. scene takes place over the Petaluma River yep like in a section that i drive past or through almost every single day and we were like oh my god that's petaluma are
1: you feeling some reverence for howard the
0: duck right now no i just didn't know that like mm. and I, ca- I can't believe i didn't know that i can't believe it's not referenced in every fucking restaurant and sign and it's not like all over the place that like that's home,
1: very telling about this movie. home of
0: where howard the duck was filmed
1: you could totally lean in so petaluma is one of these small towns within an hour's drive of a major major metropolis right so there's a lot of movies that have been filmed here there's some dog movie and some christmas movie that's on netflix and everyone's like all the rate anyways and george lucas
0: is right down the road he's he's 20 minutes from petaluma
1: yeah and so uh, there's a lot of film history here like it's not all great film history but it, it's here there is an underground nazi museum in petaluma but there is not an above ground movie museum in petaluma <laughs> Oh, like, why, how is that happening? Yeah. How is that? And by the way, if you ever do come to Petaluma, that underground is actually a war museum. Um, it's worth it. It's really cool. Li-
0: like literally below the surface of the ground, not underground, like nobody knows about it. Yeah, no, like, it's definitely
1: not pro-Nazi. It's definitely anti-Nazi. Yeah, it's
0: anti-Nazi, and it is down the stairs, not underground in the it's
1: underground. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about underground Nazis. It's just that the Nazi bits are underground. <laughs> it's the fucking
0: weirdest episode we've ever done.
1: <laughs> it's fitting, but anyway, my point is, there should be some some movie, uh you know, like a like there should be a, a shot or something
0: yeah it should be mentioned like it has to get mentioned well
1: especially because this this howard the duck scene was filmed on like the water basin which runs parallel to that main street like kentucky or whatever where a bunch Mm -hmm. of american graffiti was filmed like they're literally in the same spot yeah they're shared universe as far as i'm concerned whoa thanks george lucas
0: (laughs) uh (laughs) uh, okay so we're headed to the third act we get to the power plant jenning has the damsel in distress and here comes our hero who's our hero howard <laughs> the really man. remember when he threw flew through really his own name um my brain is telling me at this point from what is this 78 episodes i think that we've done my brain is telling me okay we're arriving at the third act i can put it in neutral and i don't have to care anymore because the third act of the movies that we cover fall off of a cliff the money there's no more money the last <laughs> the last part that's supposed to be the best part is absolute crap generally
1: unless it's wicker man yeah it <laughs> g-
0: not not always but generally that's what happens when right. we're doing these movies my notes almost cease to exist because the end of the movie doesn't require them couldn't be further from the truth in this movie one
1: thing that was true in this movie which we're about to get into is usually the though the special effects budget 90 percent of it is applied in this part and some weird special effect that hasn't been applied throughout any of the rest of the movie shows up here
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you
1: don't know why <laughs> yeah this
0: this movie where the first two thirds was 10 out of 10 duck shit crazy Suddenly, in the third act, goes 11 out of 10 duck shit crazy. Yeah, it's wacky. This shit is bananas. It's it's an escapade. Jenning is full blown makeup, hair, fingernails, superpowers, like, and. And uh, uh, Tim Robbins sets up Howard with a fucking go-kart that has a laser gun on oh, it. Oh,
1: yeah, a um, a, a, ne- a neutron disintegrator. Sure. All right.
0: Sure. Yeah, why not? Oh,
1: but you have to have a seatbelt on in order
0: for it to work. It doesn't start unless you put the seatbelt on. Yep. And it's like Howard in this fucking ATV with a missile launcher uh-huh. versus the principal from uh, Ferris Bueller, <laughs> like, breath versus fucking lasers. And...
1: Like, and our our damsel is tied up beneath the laser and like some reason half of her clothes has gone missing at the same time
0: because she's a damsel in distress like she's not tied to the railroad tracks but she might as well be tied to the railroad tracks it's the same thing it's the
1: same thing no i'm 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 with you (laughs) i follow
0: (laughs) and uh howard uses the 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 laser gun he takes out jenning and uh and you're supposed to believe that everything's great and dandy except yep. for the, he basically just separated the someone else the
1: evil like literally just the evil not the name not the thing just the evil
0: someone else it's yep. called mm-hmm. uh and then you get a stop motion and projected mm-hmm. monster mm-hmm. that both looks incredible and like a liquid hot garbage at the same time
1: i called it the underbite scorpion
0: (laughs) it is the design of the monster is like yeah that's lucasfilm Mm -hmm. that's lucasfilm stuff but the way that it's presented is so fucking bad it's so how did industrial light and magic stay in business after this movie
1: ah would you like some trivia now or later (laughs) yes i would which one now you want to do it now? now okay hold on hold on let me pull it up do it now let me hold because at this point um george lucas had been going through a divorce uh his his previous film had not done well uh this was a concern he had pushed for this film's wide release to pay off the debts for his divorce and the expansive skywalker ranch he had just built Its failure forced him to sell off many of his assets, one of which being his computer graphics division. Steve Jobs, a friend, helped him out and paid for it well above market value. And it's obviously now Pixar.
0: Steve Jobs financed this monster. Is that what you're telling me? After. After okay
1: because this movie was such a flop because he was doing so poorly after this movie so you're
0: saying after this because
1: of this monster george (laughs) lucas had to sell it all
0: he was like i've got an idea about a movie about a talking duck and his wife was like i want a fucking divorce and he was like i choose howard yeah (laughs) Yeah. i choose howard and this monster
1: yeah
0: wow yeah holy shit
1: Enter steve jobs yeah
0: (laughs) uh so uh, there's also a thing that happens in in the movies that we cover that i find really amusing so if i'm putting pen to paper i'm writing a movie i'm I'm writing up the ending it's going really well i got howard and he's got this fucking atv with a laser and he uses the laser to beat the first boss and then there's the reveal of a second boss how am i going to do this how am i going to have him beat the second boss i know exactly the same way that he beat the first boss because i'm <laughs> out of ideas so he uses the atv and he beats the second boss yippie skippy <laughs> and then they break the laser uh and he's stuck forever except for that if they built the first one they can build a second one so i don't i don't really find any drama there
1: <laughs> well he's got he's got lady butts in this world so yeah, I, I, yeah, think I think okay he's okay with content it content here he's okay I'm,
0: i think he's pretty content here especially uh, if he gets to go to the next cherry bomb concert where he's now their acting manager and perform their hit song howard the duck
1: man this part oh this was (laughs) torture this whole pile of shit i hated this part
0: (laughs) was it mostly because of tim Robbins' shirt or
1: (laughs) no i liked his shirt
0: his fred flintstone shirt
1: i liked it no, it just it just had that 80s flavor of, like, trying to be so smugly cute that doesn't age well. Yeah. Sometimes it ages well, and sometimes it's just really annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah, every 80s movie has to have a, a rock performance by the hero. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just standard fare. There's a lot of Back to the Future vibes about, yep. like the the adventure and the some of the special effects and the title treatment and the the you gotta have him do a guitar solo
1: but here's the thing the sarcastic duck isn't endearing to anyone outside of the movie
0: well also the fact that his lines aren't funny and the guy (laughs) delivering the lines isn't delivering them in a funny way (laughs) so that didn't help either
1: well I, I, i mean this is a cult classic so maybe howard the duck is endearing to a lot of people but on my first watch I did not like this character and I did not find him endearing. (laughs) Well,
0: let's take a break and then we'll do the trivia and then we'll do our brand new awards where we will decide if this movie is good, bad, or just bad.
1: And we're back. How did you feel about your duck bath?
0: Oh, (laughs) I am so soapy and my duck erection took months to to manage
1: just so all the listeners know a duck bath is when a duck licks you from toot to snoot (laughs) 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 and that's what john's into now after watching
0: this movie (laughs) weirdest episode ever
1: (laughs) that's saying a lot and i don't know if that's true
0: (laughs) weirdest episode ever i think we've done worse all
1: right let's get into some trivias which we like to start out with um things such as how much money do you think this made
0: made yeah in 1986 what do
1: you think its budget was and what do you think it made
0: um man i'm gonna say like like 30 million to make and maybe made like 31 or 32 this feels like the type of movie that just barely broke even or a little bit above
1: (laughs) Um, this movie was made for 37 million dollars and gross 38 million dollars
0: so basically i nailed it yeah all right what (laughs) do i get
1: um you get to guess what it has on rotten tomatoes
0: oh i already know that what is it 13 13 so as i tend to do (laughs) that puts this movie (laughs) in virtually the same space as tom cruise's mummy because that has a 16
1: yeah it doesn't make any sense you cannot
0: fucking tell me that this movie and that movie are roughly the same quality
1: you're gonna have to do something about
0: this (laughs) This shit is so irritating you have to
1: do something about it um i think that now we should get into some of our trivia though because there's a lot there's a lot of trivia in this film as one would expect
0: I had a feeling that this was going to be deep-ass trivia about this movie.
1: Yeah, okay, so here's one. Uh, The screenplay was originally intended to be an animated film, but the film adaptation became live-action because of a contractual obligation. Although several TV adaptations of Marvel characters had aired during the preceding 21 years, this was the first attempt at a theatrical release since the Captain America serial of 1944.
0: Fucking nailed it too. <laughs> this could work as a as an animated, like oh I, yeah, it c- it could. Probably I think it still have could. Been.
1: Probably should. If have you been. pick
0: a fucking tone, like who's it for? <laughs> who's your
1: audience? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't know. um <laughs> Following a test screening, Universal executive sin Sheinberg and Frank Price were allegedly arguing about who was to blame for, blame for greenlighting this film, which then ended in a fist fight, which the two men denied ever happened. <laughs>
0: It makes me so happy to like to picture like rich fucking white producers having a fist fight because this movie sucks so much. <laughs> no, you did it. No, you did it. Like, well, you were responsible for the monster. Well, you made her fuck a duck.
1: <laughs> and actually, okay, this was a this was a test screening. Imagine what the test screening version of this movie was. Like, what hard, hot garbage could that have been? This this is supposed to be. The like what they fix version
0: yeah like what 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 alterations Ooh. must it like i said the trailer oh. like if you if you watch the trailer now having seen the movie uh-huh. you know that they're trying to hide the movie like they don't the want fairest. you to know anything about it they just go spend your eight bucks right, well, we'll get as many as we oh, can Oh, why
1: get. is it called howard the duck
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh man we got to get our hands on that test screening
0: yeah we do that would be amazing oh
1: that's all that would be probably probably less painful than the star wars holiday special but Ugh. maybe on par <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh this movie was nominated for seven golden raspberry awards in 1986
0: i, I buy it I you buy ready that.
1: you want to hit a list yeah worst director obviously william Hook, who never directed anything again after this came out <laughs> <laughs> yeah worst original song howard the duck
0: oh that's harsh i don't know what the other category of uh, the, the other nominations were but the fact that the song exists is a problem but it's not a, like a horrible song
1: yeah it's just it's pop schlock like yeah. it's just basic they just repeat they just repeat it a million times whatever we're supporting actor tim robbins what
0: <laughs> blasphemy <laughs> erroneous
1: they give they give him we're supporting actor over jay jones jim jones jeffrey jones
0: uh, they're both pretty fucking bad. Yeah, but I think
1: Tim Robbins knew what he was doing. Yeah, he was doing I think it on he purpose. He was in on it. He
0: was doing it on purpose. That's my point. Yeah. Uh,
1: this picture did win four Razzies for worst new star. Uh, in quotations, the six guys and gals in the duck suit yeah. all shared the award
0: for for worst new star. <laughs> did you notice how differently proportioned? Yeah. He would be from scene to scene to scene.
1: Yeah, there it was a mix of. um At one point, it was a child actor and at one point it was it was men and women and just all kinds of different people in there yeah like yep um worst visual effects worst screenplay and worst picture tied with under the cherry moon in 1986 well
0: nobody's ever even heard of under the cherry moon so that makes this movie better at being worse than that
1: (laughs) uh on the dvd commentary for the film one of the commentators claimed that george lucas reassured him that the project would in 20 years be seen as a masterpiece (laughs) (laughs) this piece of trivia was written in the year 2012 and they note the film is still considered one of the worst ever made
0: but he was he wasn't right he he definitely wasn't right but this movie is fucking famous and it's like it's like showgirls in the sense that it will never ever go away
1: it's yet masterpiece wasn't the right it's not a
0: masterpiece but it it is always going to be part of underground pop culture
1: yeah it's a cult classic yeah genuinely uh shortly after the movie was released the aforementioned frank price quit his job as the head of universal pictures the studio that funded the film
0: so not only did he make the movie but then he got his ass kicked by the other guy and he quit yeah so he loses at howard the duck
1: variety reported the story with the headline duck cooks price is goose (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so good man um and then finally the uh the ending leaves the story open for a sequel
0: yeah they kind of leave you with the impression that now he lives on earth and what will he get into next yeah couldn't fucking care less what he's gonna get into next that's
1: where you can have the saturday morning animated series something like adult swim could pick us up though
0: if you make another one of these movies if there's a sequel to this movie it's either a better than this which i don't care i don't uh, it can't be better by that much so that it it makes it worse (laughs) or it's worse and i don't want to watch that either so let's never even touch that
1: (laughs) or it's a it's a parody of itself and it totally gets it but it does it in a way that in which
0: case it's not endearing
1: not really no it's funny to laugh at it with it right (sighs) okay we heard the razzies um now it's time to get into our own awards
0: far more prestigious than the Razzies by the way far
1: more prestigious than the Razzies than the Razzies um we do have some new awards that I will explain as we get to them but we've got some of your tried and true favorites as well
0: yeah a little little, little fresh fresh coat of paint on the awards fresh
1: coat of paint um let's start off with what's your bold statement
0: all right this is what happens when you give the greatest fantasy adventure creator in history ultimate power and cocaine.
1: <laughs> ultimate power and
0: cocaine. <laughs> when you reach a level of creative success in a genre that you invented and and brought to a new height and no one is there, you have no contemporaries, you have absolutely no competition in the thing that you do, and you have no one telling you no no one stopping you from doing anything and you are in an era when cocaine is at its most popular this is what happens <laughs> this is what happens you're making essentially a kids movie far as i can tell and you spend a month trying to get the duck erection right
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that's my bold statement
1: mine's pretty similar mine is the type of movie that breaks relationships <laughs> people lost their jobs people got divorced people had to sell off their assets because of this movie (laughs) this is this movie actually here's my here's my bold statement this movie was the worst bet
0: of any movie oh yeah he he let like there was a horse called never wins and george lucas said i'm putting it all on never wins yeah
1: that's this movie um another one of our old regulars here this award for worst line who do you have
0: man there is an infinite amount of options like like with i think we can both agree and not have to give the award all of the duck puns
1: there are I, that's what i wrote down first i was like which one how how do you choose all of the all. duck puns not... like, it's more of like what do you select out of the script that doesn't fit under worst line category yeah,
0: basically so but the, but the thing i'm gonna give my award for for worst line is uh tim robbins and howard are flying the completely fucking fortuitous airplane that happened to show up <laughs> um and then uh howard's freaking out that he he can't fly doesn't like to fly doesn't know how to fly tim robbins tells him trust your birdness fly (sighs) and that is like the hero moment where he turns it all around and figures it out
1: he trusts his birdness
0: fuck off (laughs) (laughs)
1: um i was just thinking fortuitous airplane is a good name for like a music venue or, (laughs) or or a line of beers let's
0: start a bar in petaluma that's centered around howard the duck i was about to say center around george lucas but let's disregard star wars and american graffiti entirely and make it all howard the duck and it's called fortuitous airplane
1: fortuitous airplane (laughs) fascinating it would be underground
0: yeah it would be underground and it would
1: just show howard the duck on loop and that's it
0: yeah this
1: is awful okay (laughs) um it would just show howard the duck and duck porn
0: yeah <laughs> duck porn i guess the bathroom is going to be papered with duck porn yeah oh
1: god man that would be such a good time oh my goodness okay i had a lot of trouble with worst line 2 and i just about gave up and then i remembered there is a worst line in this movie there is a movie defining worst line award in this movie and it is this it is when beverly turns to howard t and says you think i might find happiness in the animal kingdom ducky <laughs> when she's acknowledging that she's ready for some duck dick
0: <laughs> they both just immediately met each other and went oh this is the thing i've been missing like they both were like i'm fucking into this other species
1: yeah no right idea. away had to do some intergalactic travel to figure yeah. that one out but yeah
0: i think it's beautiful whew,
1: solved well, what's your best line
0: My best line was a, if you weren't like really paying attention, you would have missed it. (laughs) And it's in that first 60 seconds of just fucking bananas. And he turns on the TV to watch duck TV. And there's a commercial for jock itch powder when he's watching TV. And the commercial for duck jock itch powder says, wipe out feather fungus and even the most active crotches in the first 60 seconds of this movie that is the line in this yeah, movie
1: that's this i mean you gotta you gotta admit that opening montage really sets the tone for this whack-ass movie
0: oh my god wipe out feather fungus in even the most active crotches
1: even <laughs> doctor is my crotch too active and there's, for this powder
0: there's two duck football players and one of them has black jet black plastic hair
1: was does he got a reverse boner fucking insane
0: (laughs) this movie is fucking insane
1: yeah it's duck shit uh my best line (laughs) my best line is when they're at that cajun diner thing and the waitress who i loved that goof-ass waitress with the huge glasses (laughs) she had some good lines anyway she's serving them (laughs) <laughs> and uh they asked for the special, right, without even knowing what it is, and it's eggs, which clearly traumatizes Howard T. But there are so many side jokes happening at this at this point in time. My favorite one is they receive the egg special jeffrey jones's evil character looks down and says this will mean the extinction of all life forms <laughs> referring to like his own monologue that he's been having the entire time that has nothing to do with the breakfast
0: <laughs> i of, i kind of liked that scene I like too. where he's explaining all this science bullshit and they are just yawning about it yep. and he like howard goes i hope you're getting all this
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um well who is your worst performance oh
0: my god have we ever had a movie where there was more options for a worse performance
1: i don't know if we've had a movie with this many options there's not a,
0: a single good performance no but, they're, but they're, no, I, there, but there. there is one i don't good i don't want to be overly harsh because they're uh they're almost entirely endearingly bad i'm yeah. not i don't want to make it sound like i didn't like it but no one is is good no one's one's like truly good but my worst performance i didn't even bother looking up their name is the writer whoever (laughs) whoever wrote this because here's the problem and we've kind of touched on this everything that is not supposed to be funny about this movie everything that's supposed to be serious is fucking hysterical for the reasons that we do the show, right? <laughs> for the good, bad reasons. For the so bad, it's good reasons. Yes. Everything. Yes. Everything that is supposed to be funny, all the duck puns and the written comedy and the actual intentional jokes, uh-huh. not one of them is funny. Uh-huh. So it's exactly reverse from the intended, like, uh, uh, reaction. Exactly opposite like you were going for yin yang and you got yang yin and it's <laughs> it, I, it, this movie's fucking <laughs> s- spectacular for exactly the wrong reasons
1: well here's here's the thing that's really ironic about that um the writers also worked on indiana jones and then temple of doom star wars
0: yeah the, so... how the, how the fuck is that even possible I, how is that even possible i i, I don't know <laughs> and there was a really bad heavy-handed duck pun indiana jones poster in and like American the first graffiti in like the first 10 seconds yeah so so dumb yeah so not funny we don't but everything know. that's not supposed to be funny hard to say is hysterical
1: yeah it was it was rough man yeah rough
0: <laughs> so rough. Oh, also the composer the composer in his three tunes oh, right Did which may like. have been a budget restraint but doesn't matter still sucks
1: Oh, uh, some other trivia I read that there were... Uh, the original soundtrack was by Barry Gordy.
0: Really? Yeah. Another Back to the Future reference? And they,
1: they just didn't like most of his music. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, I don't even know.
0: Who's your worst performance? My
1: worst performance was Jeffrey Jones during his transition into Monster. That was painful. <laughs> that was awful it might experience. it might
0: be because i've seen this movie as a child <sighs> that i i recognized that you are right but i like
1: it <laughs> well yeah like you were the things that i liked as a child such as halle berry's or no not even halle berry it's just any catwoman actually
0: yeah catwoman in general just
1: all the Catwoman movies that exist i Loved them growing up, and I still really like them. It's yeah. hard for me to see them as good bads, even yeah. though I know they are. But yeah. I have, you know, I,
0: I, I so, yeah. So Jeffrey Jones is fucking atrocious in this movie, atrocious. and I'm here for it. I know. I, f- I can't get. You literally
1: of are it. making a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, so we have a new category that is a bit of a an upgrade, or redefine, an evolution of our previous one about. Um, whoever was maybe shooting for the shooting for the oscar now it's called show stealer so what's your definition of this new show stealer category
0: so the old category was mvp and that was the person who was trying to win an oscar right even though they're in a bad movie show stealer is kind of cousin to that which this is just a try hard this is just (laughs) a person who grabbed your attention and would not let go for any reason at all good bad or indifferent could have been an extra it could be the guy in mr nanny who's throwing his dog into the ocean in the background and isn't even written into the movie it could be anyone who is going out of their way to take your attention right even if it's for poor reasons so that's what a show stealer is in this instance it's the unemployment lady
1: mine too (laughs) that's who i have too she was my favorite
0: the unemployment lady is a fucking home run hitter in this movie she is incredible i've seen that actress probably in other things i think she might be in ferris bueller actually i could be getting that wrong but she crushes in this movie her like just immediately bothered by this goddamn duck (laughs) being a weirdo in Cleveland and a slacker and she's sick of it.
1: (laughs) It I'm imagining I'm imagining her on set getting amped up for this scene and I imagine that she had to talk to somebody else for like five minutes to get amped up into us opening the door and her already being on fire. Just (laughs) angry about these goddamn slackers (laughs) it was so
0: good yeah she's incredible i
1: love her she was a brick wall (laughs) it was amazing well what was your most good bad moment what defines this whole thing
0: so the most good bad moment uh is in replacement of uh, unredeemable moment Mm -hmm. so most good bad is just more fitting for like what what is that so bad that it's good Mm -hmm. moment rather than just something that made you want to throw up in your mouth (laughs) and for me this time around for this movie it's duck tits it's like if you're gonna tell someone who's never seen this movie that it's good bad it's so bad that it's good and you have to explain it to them in the shortest period of time you're gonna go dude there's duck nudity and they're going to be like what and you're going to be like you just have to see it for yourself like you just have to watch it i cannot verbalize it (laughs) (laughs) there are human nipples on a fucking duck that has arms (laughs) yeah
1: mine's uh adjacent to that actually so you're totally right if you tell someone that they're they're going to perk up and wonder what is happening and also question how you spend your time yeah you're going to question what do you how... do with your life <laughs> exactly uh mine is adjacent mine is the uh romantic interlude the love scene between beverly and the duck the near love scene between beverly and the duck especially when you get to the point where it's like this backlit shot onto this plastic thing and you see their this their silhouettes getting closer and kissing what the fuck was supposed to happen she like they took, to it as, fuck that duck. they took That's it as far what... as they possibly could yeah Ugh.
0: she was gonna fuck that duck so fuck it i watched uh an right interview there. on conan with uh leah thompson's daughter who is a uh, acting um an active actress right now and conan was asking her like what's it like to have a famous mother her dad is a director also and she she said well the first time i knew what my mom did for a living was i turned on cable and howard the duck was on (laughs) and she was like there's this one scene and she says that and the audience immediately starts laughing and she goes where he she has a love scene with a duck named howard and my dad's name is howard and she's like and then i had to like go to my mom and be like what what is this all about and like convince her mom to not leave her dad for this other howard who is a duck (laughs) (laughs) and then then her parents were like no like it's just a movie it's a make-believe and you weren't supposed to see that it's it's for adults it's for grown-ups it's for grown-ups you weren't supposed to see that so then she went back to school and told all of her like classmates and teachers that her mom was an actress in adult movies (laughs) which isn't wrong this scene is ruining lives lives (laughs) broke up george lucas i told you
1: (laughs) This is the movie that breaks up relationships. <laughs> Ruining lives. Still, like to this day, this is yeah. bad news. It yeah. hasn't quit. <laughs> the duck movie that won't quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh what is your favorite part?
0: Um man, there's so much of this movie that I actually really do. Like I think it's the manager negotiations when he like fights the manager and uh and Richie and he like he pulls up to the bar to like intimidate the manager who's named ginger Mm -hmm. and uh he's like yeah you're gonna leave beverly alone and he the the manager just disregards howard and turns to richie and he's like am i really seeing this and richie's like listen man i told you if you were gonna get involved in rock and roll you were gonna meet some entertainment types he just (laughs) he's just that guy that's gonna bullshit his way through even this
1: entertainment types
0: he's just he just like right away has a bullshit reasoning for this interaction and then uh like they end up fighting and he quack foos and like stabs the guy's earring with a with an ice pick and tells him that he has space rabies yeah and he generally does outsmart a lot of the dumbass characters in this movie that part landed that part was really funny to me
1: (laughs) (laughs) i remember you mentioning that you you would like to rewatch that scene again
0: i liked that scene it was really good
1: My favorite part was the diner scene with them ordering specials while uh, Jeffrey Jones is in transition and there's like egg jokes and and trauma and there's there are ninjas everywhere people wearing samurai (laughs) stuff like what is happening and there's triple side jokes happening there's just like everyone's having their own conversation and there's crosstalk and there's like three different monologues happening at the same time. And you have you, you have some people who are in on the joke, some people who are not in the joke, some people who don't even know they're in the movie. It's great.
0: This movie can't be off the rails because it never spends one second on the rails. It doesn't
1: want to be on the it rails. It never
0: even wanted to be near the rails.
1: It will go near the rails. So it knows that you know that it knows that there are rails and <laughs> the, it's choosing not to, to be on them. touching them. them. <laughs> 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 what... So here's a new award category called Make It a Good Movie.
0: Make Meaning, it good.
1: what would you do to make this a good movie? Would you put on some WD-40 in it? <laughs> would you season it with some mesquite butter salt? <laughs> would you uh, get it a GED? How would you improve this movie?
0: <laughs> um, well, I, I do what I do, and I'm immediately betraying the name of this new category, which is Make It a Good Movie, but I'm going to make it a good 80s sitcom. Okay. This movie is essentially a two-hour essentially. version of Alf. Ooh, like it's yeah. the same crappy jokes and the same shitty puppeteering and the same just '80s '80sness. There's really not that much difference between Alf and this. If this were a 30-minute Friday night sitcom mm-hmm. that was exactly like this everybody would have just accepted it like "Uh yeah great (laughs) put it on put it on at nine instead of eights because it's not for the little kids and like so in order to make it good just break it up into 30 minute sections and put the shit on tv
1: (laughs) that makes sense i mean yeah it's it's basically dinosaurs but with tits
0: yeah (laughs) well it's ducks with tits but yeah
1: (laughs) dinosaurs the show (laughs)
0: dinosaurs but they're ducks and they have tits right
1: yeah yeah same difference (laughs) same difference um yeah this is tough for me for mine make it a good movie you get to commit to one of your audiences make it an adult movie give it pick a tone cuss put in more duct tits if that's what you're going for yeah there's a love scene I, I guess do a little bit more question mark like i i just um that's what i would that's what i would do okay so um all right next one is uh another new one which is who is your biggest badass so
0: i'm excited about this category so we have got this new category who biggest badass biggest and you guys can look at this like a king of the hill scenario from movie to movie to movie this is an ongoing award a a championship that someone from these movies will hold and maintain until they are usurped oh i know i know i know uh and
1: my bathroom readers (laughs) and dividends
0: (laughs) i went back to episode one and i started taking note of who was the biggest badass in every movie until they got passed over by the next biggest badass and whenever we're done doing this show in a hundred years someone will be king of the mountain greatest badass of all good bad movies so we are on episode 78 i think on right now today here's how it has gone so far episode one the biggest badass was Liu kang from mortal Kombat. that's that's pretty undeniable right mm-hmm. it wasn't until episode nine when a bigger badass came around who was bruce leroy from the last dragon i think we can all agree that bruce leroy having the glow would make him kick the shit out of, <laughs> of Liu Kang. Bruce Leroy held the crown until he met Zeus in episode twelve. Oh, from No Holds Barred. Then Zeus ran into Jack Slater from the Jack Slater films from the Last Action <laughs> Hero film. I think I think uh, there might be room for argument there, but get at me at the Good Bad Show. Didn't
1: have any glow.
0: And that's right. Jack Slater held the crown all the way up until episode twenty three when he encountered M. Bison. Oh Because for Bison, it was only a Tuesday. <laughs> M Bison held the record, the the crown, all the way to episode thirty seven when he wow. ran into Frank Dukes, who had fifty three knockouts in a single Kuma yeah,
1: tank. But he didn't have the glow.
0: <laughs> but he but he he would beat and bison in my humble opinion (laughs) and you might be thinking to yourself that frank dukes is the current biggest badass but you might recall that when we covered commando that we revealed that john matrix is actually a mutant from the x-men who cannot be killed and he carries every fucking gun imaginable (laughs) on his person at all times so From episode 49, John Matrix, all the way until now, episode 78, there has not been a bigger badass than him.
1: Wow, I thought we were doing too many action movies for a while.
0: I mean, but more badass than John Matrix? Wow. So, all the way until now. So, the question becomes, from here forth, is there a character in this movie who is a bigger badass than John Matrix? No i think the only candidate would be howard who is a master of quack foo, who uses a driving laser gun beats the shit out of quite a few people in this movie actually not even close not even close not even close no
1: contest yeah no
0: contest yes, so no not even so john matrix remains good bad to the sequels biggest badass wow until possibly next week
1: wow that's amazing yeah that's incredible you've done a lot of homework there yeah
0: yeah i haven't done my taxes yet but i did this research
1: well if it makes you feel better i don't remember watching commando
0: <laughs> you did i heard i listened to the episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i guess i need to go back and <laughs> <Maybe> watch it <laughs> um all right so that comes to our our uh final decision here whether this is a good bad movie or just good
0: bad, bad so good bad i'm i'm here to tell you i love this movie i'm in love with this movie everything that's bad about this movie is fun bad you
1: found love in the animal kingdom
0: (laughs) (laughs) even the duck puns which aren't funny but it's funny that they're not funny if that makes any sense. Yes, yeah, no, I
1: hear you. And
0: then everything else that isn't even supposed to be funny is fucking hysterical. This movie is such a good goddamn time. This is one of my favorite movies that we've covered. What? One of. Not my ultimate, it, but one of. I fucking love this piece of shit.
1: This movie was tough for me, actually, to decide whether it was good, bad, or just bad. And I'll tell you why. Because I think. It was so close to being a movie like Dude Wears My Car or Mars Attacks, where it was totally self-aware of its satire and being a goofy, stupid movie. And it got so close to touching that, but it just fell short because of its amount of goofiness. So what is it? It's good, bad. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Do you feel better? (laughs) (laughs) I do. Do you feel better?
0: One relationship saved.
1: Uh, (laughs) Howard the Duck does not strike again.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, then we're in agreement with literally every other human being on this planet, (laughs) except for George Lucas's wife and that guy that got knocked out for it. This is a good bad movie. It might even be the good bad movie.
1: It could be. It's
0: it is on the short list of movies to be considered as the good bad yeah, movie. it
1: could. Definitely. It just isn't
0: more badass than Commando. <laughs> 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 All right, go follow us at the Good Bad Show. Uh, Superman four lost the vote this last time around to Howard the Duck, but it will get its last chance against something else. So go give us a follow there. Don't forget to give us a five star review on itunes and leave a recommendation for literally anything for us to review
1: john's thirsty anything at
0: all and we will review it whether we know anything about it or not
1: but it has to be within the review it has to be part of the review Yeah, part
0: of the review yeah not on instagram do it on itunes um okay guys that's it for this thank you for listening we'll catch you next time peace